Welcome to the HMO Success Podcast. My name's Wendy, and this podcast will help you invest in houses of multiple occupation. Hello, this is Wendy from HMO Success, and today's podcast is all about the five key mistakes that I see many HMO investors making. So what are those five key mistakes? Well, I just want to highlight to you that anybody can make these mistakes. I've even seen seasoned investors make these mistakes. So please be aware that these are mistakes that will trip you up, cost you money, lose you time, and ultimately cost you profits in your business. So number one, what is the first mistake that I see people making? Buying all over the UK. No, don't do it. Don't be tempted to see a hot deal in Huddersfield and then decide that you've seen a magical deal in Macclesfield and then decide that you've seen a luscious deal in London because this will increase your costs. Investing all over the UK is a big no-no when it comes to making sure that you have a profitable, long-term, scalable business. Focus on one or two areas of the UK and maximise your investment by making the most of them. Scaling up and having economies of scale as you grow. If you invest across the UK in many different places, while each property might make sense, each property might be a great deal. But the problem is you have to find agents, you have to find maintenance people, you have to find service providers who can service your HMO. And if you've got five HMOs in five different locations, you have to have five different agents, you have to have five different maintenance teams. Even if you've got brilliant agents, if something happens to one of them, you've got to replace them. So it really does not make sense to scatter your investment all over the UK. I would really recommend that you maintain one or two areas for investing in. It's by far the most efficient and best way to grow your HMO portfolio. Lesson number two, not doing the maths on a deal. You gotta do the math, as they say. It's really important that you find a tool like a deal analyzer spreadsheet to make sure that you've put in all the costs of your deal before you even start the work, before you start the refurb, make sure that you've got all the costs lined up. And if you need to, be assiduous about saving money. Try and get different quotes for different pieces of work. Make sure that you have totted up all the different individual pieces of work from the windows to the walls, from the carpets to the kitchens. And if you can get better offers, better deals, then that's where the spade work comes in. But believe you me, it really matters because the finished and final price of the total cost of your refurb will have a huge effect on the returns that you can make long term. Now, I'm not saying you should cut corners in terms of quality. And this is where having the, the triangle, if you like, between quality, cost and time is a balancing act. But it's very important that you make sure that you have got all the costs down and that you're clear what it is you'll be paying your builder. Uh, too often I've seen projects go out of control both in terms of cost and in terms of time and this is of course costly anyway if even if it is time that it takes this is costing you money so managing the budget managing the maths on the deal so that you know what to expect and when to expect it is really a, a key part of the learning of any HMO investor number three being too impatient in the first year that the HMO is running. 
Believe it or not, in the first year, you'll have the most snags, you'll have the most issues, you'll have tenants who move in and move out before they settle down. And it, it really is 12 months of upheaval. So far from thinking that your first 12 months is going to be easy, it's often the hardest time. Now, I can speak from experience. I've been investing in HMOs since 2012, so I've been doing it for eight years. And I know that all the projects that we've had, that timeline, that, if you like, that, that that's kind of cutting the teeth on getting the HMO up and running often takes a few months, but it can take up to a year. So don't be surprised if you find that even nine or 10 months after you've got your HMO filled, you're still having a few issues with the boiler or with some of the flooring or with a window that doesn't close properly or with some of the controls. It's normal. This is normal and it happens all the time. Of course, don't leave those things to fester. You want to be getting your maintenance or repairs team in to fix them and finish them. But it's always a good idea once you've finished a refurb to still hold some money back from the budget for those items that a builder can come back and then repair and deal with. It's great if you finish the project and everything is signed off and you get your certificates. But even then, be aware that there may be a few snags that creep into that first year and take a bit of time to resolve. You also will find that because this is the first time that a group of people have lived in this property, it may have stood empty for a while, or it uh, it, it may be a, a reconfiguration of a property, this is the first time that it's been used as an HMO in all likelihood. Therefore, there's going to be things that break, don't work quite as well as you expected, or need to be redone. But give yourself 12 months. Don't be too impatient to get the HMO operating and running as a successful venture. Give yourself time before you make a judgment as to whether it's been a really successful project or not. Number four. Now, this is a big mistake. And I see this happening such a lot with people when they jump right into HMOs, but they don't know the market. They haven't done any market research. They don't understand the needs or the desires of their chosen market. Now, in my two-day training, we talk a lot about analysing your market, how to find out what your market wants, how to find out what your market needs, and how to assess room rents and designs depending on the market that you're going for. You see, there are many separate mini markets within the HMO industry. It's not just a simple case of saying young professionals. Even within young professionals, there are lots of different types of young professional. So which type are you going for? The location that you choose will also influence how you advertise, how you run that property, how you market it to that chosen market. And if you don't know that market in the first place, it's going to be much harder for you to match your product to their needs. And this is a key focus, of course, of sales and advertising is you want to produce a product because an HMO is effectively a product which your market are going to choose to buy. They're going to choose to rent for month after month after month, for year after year after year, hopefully. And you will have a constant influx of new demand of new tenants coming into that building. Now, if you don't know what your market is after, whether they want flat screen tellies on the walls, whether they want beautifully decorated rooms, whether they're happy to have a slightly smaller room but with an ensuite or a larger room without an ensuite. These are things you have to find out. 
When I first started investing in HMOs, I took a clipboard and a piece of paper and I literally walked the streets of my location, my location. And I asked people, I went up to the street in the, they must've thought I was totally crazy. I went up to them in the street and I said, can I ask, do you live in shared accommodation? And if they did, I'd ask them a few questions about what they liked, what they didn't like and what they would prefer. This was brilliant information because it gave me everything I need to know about what I should be producing to, to attract that market. And sure enough, within the first six months of doing my next uh, HMOs, I rented out my rooms almost immediately. So knowing your market is really important as it is in any sphere of business. You've got to understand who it is that you're trying to attract, what kind of tenant they are and what preference what preferences they have for renting a room in your HMO and mistake number five this is again a common mistake and you yourself can see this mistake in action if you choose simply by logging on to spare room it is this that their advertising sucks ah it's so true Look at the number of adverts on Spare Room where the photo has been taken with a mobile phone that seems to have been hidden behind a net curtain, uh, taken on uh, a darkened night where the moon was hidden behind a cloud. Yes, indeedy. No lighting in the room. Beds, plain, not made, no duvet, no pictures on the wall, no colours on the wall, no attractive features, ridiculous labels on the photos available room that was a label that i saw on a photo the other day well yes of course it's available otherwise it wouldn't be on spare room would it Duh. so make sure that your advertising actually sells your room and sells your property there are some great adverts out there it doesn't take long to find a really good advert but believe you me there are hundreds more terrible adverts out there and it's not just the photos either it's the copy if you don't know how to write copy, then you need to follow the AIDA. Yes, there is a method to follow if you're going to write great copy. And um, AIDA stands for Attention, Interest, Desire, Action. And if you want to know more about it, then you have to read about it in my book, Extraordinary Profits from Ordinary Properties. So in my book, I explain exactly how to use that acronym to make your advert stand out to attract the right audience and to really make an impression in the mind and in the eye of your person that you're trying to advertise to. So what should you be covering in your advertising? Well, you need to be covering enough information the, the left brain, we all need information for our left brain to naturally and logically decide, yep, I want to go for that. I want to go for that room. But our right brain also wants to see beauty. It wants to be attracted by emotion. So photos, a good headline and some really good information about the property in terms of why it's attractive. Why would somebody want to live here? Try and stir somebody's emotion as you're writing that, that advertising copy. And if you're not sure whether you've written good advertising copy, share it amongst two or three good friends and ask them their feedback. What do they think? Does it need to have more detail? Does it need to have more information in the copy? Or would this be uh, an advert that if they were looking for a room, they'd be attempt, they'd be, they'd be, um, uh, they'd be keen to go and make an appointment to view. 
Ultimately, what you want to do is have a call to action. So the A in ADA stands for action, attention, interest, desire, action. And if you have a call to action at the end of your advert, this means that it's much more likely that your prospective tenant is going to pick up the phone or email you and organize a viewing. So always have a call to action at the end of your advert as well. Now, these are very simple tips to help you improve what you might be doing as an HMO investor. But please don't fall into those five traps. Don't buy all over the UK. Remember to do your maths on the deal. Don't be impatient in your first year. Understand your market and remember that your advertising really matters. So I hope these are five key mistakes that you will learn from. And if I meet you, I do hope that you're not making one of these key mistakes. Otherwise, I shall refer you back to this podcast. I hope this helps. It's been a great pleasure to talk to you today. And as always, I look forward to serving you in the next episode of the HMO Success Podcast. Speak to you very soon. Thank you for listening to the HMO Success Podcast. If you'd like to know more about how you can create a profitable HMO business, please visit our website, hmosuccess.co.uk, to find out more. We have plenty of free tools and information for you there, and also on our Facebook group, The Ultimate HMO Success System. We look forward to connecting with you very soon. Thanks for listening.